1967, the Boston Marathon is the world's greatest race, and only men are allowed to run, because women are too fragile to run that far, but one woman loves to run and will fight for her right to run in the Boston Marathon. Sports Film Pitch presents 261, the Catherine Switzer Boston Marathon Story. Welcome, executives, back to the Sports Film Pitch, part of the Sports History Network, where we give you Hollywood's next sports movie. We're going to cast the movie for you, pitch it, and let you decide should this story be made into the next Hollywood sports movie. This week, we have an empowering, inspiring tale of a woman fighting the status quo, breaking down barriers that will lead to equality in the sport of running. Let's get into 261, the Catherine Switzer Boston Marathon Story. So casting for 261, the Catherine Switzer Boston Marathon Story. Based off the title, as you might have guessed, Catherine Switzer is the main character. And we need someone, obviously a runner type, and someone that can be very likable, but also be strong in her convictions. So in kind of scouring through who I think would be good, we came across Emma Stone. Now let me go through some of her filmography. She most recently was in Cruella, where she played Cruella, and she was in the Zombieland movies, the Crude movies she leans her voice to, Battle of the Sexes, La La Land, Zombieland movies, The Amazing Spider-Man movies, The Help, Easy A, and all the way to her first movie, Super Bad. So she has a wide filmography. I'm going to pull two movies from these that really make me think she would be good for this. Easy A is one of her most popular movies, and what she does in that movie is take the status, take what everyone thinks, and flips it on its head. And that's exactly what Catherine does in this movie. Everyone thinks women can't do this, can't run a race that far. She flips it on her head. She flips it on everyone's head. So that aspect really fits for me. And she does it in a likable way in the movie. And honestly, so does Catherine in her way of doing things. And then also Battle of the Sexes, where she plays Billie Jean King in that movie, which is another important moment in women's rights and sports, showing that a strong female can beat any male on the tennis court. And she does. And that's a great story of empowerment and everything. And that really shows she's got the skills for a sports movie and she can really fit in this as well. So then we go to... Arnie Briggs. Now, Arnie Briggs is Catherine's coach, running coach. 
You'll see in the story, she's not on an official running team, but she does have a coach, and Arnie agrees to train her after he she shows how good she actually is. But Arnie is still very male-centric. He still thinks no women can run that far. It's dangerous. They're too dainty. They're too fragile. They can't do that. But he's very supportive and very protective. Now, a guy I really love as an actor, I think he could pull this off being kind of a misogynistic guy, but also likable. How can you like someone that's a misogynist? It'd be very hard to pull that off. And a guy that's just likable in everything he does. It is Steve Carell. Now, his most recent movie was Irresistible, which is a political comedy. But he's also known, especially for The Office. He was also in Battle of the Sexes, playing opposite of Emma Stone. So I think it'd be an interesting combination to bring them back together. He was also in The Big Short, The Minions, and The Despicable Me movies, Foxcatcher, the Anchorman movies, and we go back, 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 40-year-old virgin, Little Miss Sunshine, and we go back, 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 back to 1991, his first movie, Early Sue. So, many more I didn't mention, many TV roles, many other movies, he does a lot of cameos, he does a lot of spots, and he's been around a long time, great comedic actor, but also great dramatic actor as well, but very likable in almost all his roles. Now, I'm gonna also pull from Battle of the Sexes. He was great in that being a misogynist, but still kind of likable in that as well. And he's also in another sports movie, The Foxcatcher, where he plays a creepy guy, basically, but he knows how that role works, but he, he plays, he can play comedy and dramatic very well and be likable even though he's saying crazy things as we see in the office he says the most crazy sexist or racist or whatever it is he says and you still like him as a person and i think that's really a trait you're going to need for this character now the third character we're going to cast is john jock simple now, Jock is a veteran runner and known as Mr. Boston Marathon. He puts on it, he organizes it, he's ran it. He's just known through, throughout the community of runners to be respected and like every everyone respects him, okay? So who are we gonna get that was respected and is technically the villain in this story? We're going to go with J.K. Simmons. To be honest with you, his filmography is more than Steve and Emma's combined. Because he does a lot of voiceover work. He's got a great voice. But he's best known for Whiplash being J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man movies. He was also in Lion, uh, La La Land. He lends his voice in Zootopia. He's also in the movie I Love You, Man. And we go way, 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 way back to 1994, his first movie, The Ref, starring Dennis Leary. So he's got a lot of acting chops and 
me tell you. We could spend the whole podcast just going through each and every one of his filmographies. He's great in almost everything he's in. And he's got a great voice, as you've seen in all of the insurance commercials. can be funny and vicious. I'm going to pull from Whiplash. He is vicious in that movie. And one thing that is very apparent in this is an iconic moment in this story where Catherine is just almost scared for her life because of his face. And if you've seen Whiplash, he is so demanding and jaunting in that movie. So that's kind of what I'm pulling from here. That scariness, but he's also a guy that's going to have the charisma that everyone likes him before this moment. And Mr. Boston Marathon. And that's where we go. And that is our cast. Now there is maybe one cameo that's going to come up. We'll get to that when we get there. Because it's someone that you will know. So now let's get in to the pitch. So we have the movie open up. And we're going to show Catherine moving in to Syracuse University. We're going to show her dad bringing all her stuff, moving into the dorms. And as he's getting ready to leave, he's going to tell her something. He's going to give her some advice. He's going to say, I know you want to be a sports journalist. And I get that. But I also want you to know you still can be someone that they write stories about. And she's like, okay, dad, yeah, I love you. And they say goodbye. And that just sticks in her head a little bit. She hears her dad say that all the time. It's one of those things that parents say and you just don't know if you're ever gonna use it. And she is a runner, a good runner from high school and she loves to run long distances. But Syracuse at the time does not have a cross country team for women, but they do for men. So she goes to meet with their coach, Arnie Briggs, played by Steve Carell. And she says, hey, I love to run and I would love to be able to train with you. I don't want to run alone. I don't know this area. I'm a new student. So I would love to be able to train with you guys and run with you. I really, I I wouldn't be a hindrance. I'm not terrible. I'm not bad. He's like, okay, okay, okay. You can come out, but if you... If you start to hold us back or keep us from what we're doing, then we're going to have to let you go. But just know, we, we run a lot. And I know women are real fragile. And we don't want to have to call the, the hospital to come get you because you can't run with us. She's like, you'll never have to do that. In fact, one day, I'll outrun you. And so we show her working up and training with them and never struggling. Never struggling to keep up with them. She's not beating them but she's keeping up with her training. Cross country isn't a a sprint. It's a a journey. It's going through nature. And there's some good things to that. And she really, really loves joining him. And she gets to a point where every morning she's running with Arnie Briggs, Coach Briggs. And they're running. And they're running together. Now, Briggs is obviously an older gentleman. And she is in her early 20s, so... They're about on the same level athletically, but at the time, no one thought women could run a marathon. And so she's running 
these practices with the cross-country team. It's 1966. After one of their runs with Coach Briggs, they come into his office, talking, doing their normal thing, and they see on the news that the Boston Marathon, a woman, Bobby Gibb, came out from the crowd and ran in the Boston Marathon. Now, this wasn't official. There was no time officially for this or anything. And they're showing this, and this is where we have our secret cameo. We're going to have Taylor Swift play Bobby Gibb. She is, I mean, it's going to be a grainy thing. It's almost going to be a blinking, you miss it thing. So we're just going to be a great cameo. Taylor can be in and just boost the movie. And it can be a fun thing. I know Taylor's done a few acting things. It can be a fun thing for her to join. And I think she really fits the character. She does kind of look like her a little bit. <laughs> and that's all she's really going to do is she'll do a couple of interviews and anything. Just all a news story about what she did. It's not official. Everyone's raising crazy things. And it's like, well, she came in late. She didn't run the whole race. She didn't do this. She, didn't. It's not real. Women can't do this. Still, and that's when Catherine looks at Coach Briggs and is like, I can do that. I can run the marathon. And Coach is like, no, no, no. You Haven't you read all the stories, all the things? No, no women can run that far. You guys are too fragile. Your bodies just aren't made for running that way. And she's like, okay, let me prove it to you. We're going to run to the next town. And if I beat you, you have to take me to the Boston Marathon next year. He's like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> if that'll happen, we'll do that. Now, the town is about 20 miles away. Now, not quite a marathon, but 20 miles is still a very long way to run. And they go out early morning, as they normally do. And they're, this is a much longer run than they normally do. And they run and run until Coach Briggs pukes. Catherine doesn't stop running. She runs all the way to the town where they said they were going to meet. Turns around and runs back. Running roughly 40 miles. Coach Briggs cannot believe it. He's like, okay, okay. Let's train for this so you have a good showing. And we'll make this happen. Coach Briggs also wants to make sure that this can actually happen. He looks into the rule books for the Boston Marathon. And it does not say anything in the rule books about gender. There is no only men, only these people, anyone that is part of their running membership can join. So Catherine joins that membership. Women are allowed to join that membership. There is a slight loophole that that membership says that women cannot run a race more than three miles. So even though it's not in the Boston Marathon's rules, in the other organization's rules, it is. So, her and Coach Briggs training, training, and training. There's be a good montage of her training, running, beating Coach over and over and over. And during this montage is when we're going to really be introduced to Jock. John Jock, simply played by J.K. Simmons. And he is going to be the antagonist. And he's going to, we're going to show clips of Bobby Gibb the Taylor Swift character that first tried to run the race and him and kind of going back and forth within the montage, showing them and showing just Jock just 
pounding the jock, just telling them, just going over and over, women are not running this race. This race is sacred and only for the best runners in the world. And no women can run this race. Women are too dainty. They'll, it'll cause them harm and may not even be able to become pregnant again. These are the types of things that were said back at this time. So we come to the day of the race. Catherine's wearing a hood over her head and sweats, looking just like everyone else. It's cold outside, so it's not unusual for anyone to have a hood up. And we see Jock kind of overlooking everything, so proud and confident. The tradition, the Boston Marathon that he has put on. And Catherine signs her name with her initials, KV. Because in the year before, Bobby Gibbs, who unofficially ran the race, tried to enter, but they disqualified her and did not give her an official number. So Catherine knew to use her initials, which is something she actually did quite often because she was actually born in Germany as an army brat. And her paperwork and birth certificate was incorrect and very difficult to change, and so she would just sign her initials. And she had Coach Briggs go get her number for her, just to avoid any reason why she would not be allowed to run. So she puts on her number, and all the men get together, kind of a huddle to get the race started. And she just files right in, and no one suspects anything. Her family is there on the sideline to cheer her on. And the race starts. Fire the gun. And off they go. She has officially started. Officially became the first woman to start the Boston Marathon. But the question is, can she finish? And would Jock let that? Part of the marathon back then is they had a, an area for a bus to kind of go by. So there could be media going on and they could broadcast and tell stories or follow certain people as they run it's very hard 26 miles you get you either have to have a many many people stationed at local areas or just follow by having a truck or a bus follow them and that's what they had very similar to like a flatbed truck or a parade truck and they had something like that that jock was on and we get about three miles into the race and Switzer's been running, keeping up with Coach Arn, Coach Briggs, who's running with her. And her hood slips off. And she's not trying to hide that she's a woman. She's not even pretending to be a man with a, a manly haircut and fake mustache or anything like that. She is still herself, a feminine woman at that time. So everyone sees her hair and realizes there's a woman running this race. And as soon as that information gets to Jock, he sees her. And he leaps the media bus and starts chasing her. Now, Jacques did run in the marathon multiple times. The reason he became Mr. Boston Marathon is because he ran the race. And that's how he got involved in the race. But he is an older man. And he's charging at Switzer as fast as he can. And he grabs her by the hair and pulls her back. Looks at her. In the most vicious face that Catherine has ever seen. Yelling. Get the hell out of my race. And give me those numbers. 
She's completely turned around. And Jock is grabbing at anything he can and removes Switzer's gloves as he's trying to rip the bib from her. He goes to reach one more time. And Coach Briggs gives him a full-body hockey-like check and knocks him down to the ground. Switzer and Coach Briggs turn and keep on running. Briggs checks to see if she's okay. She's like, yes. I just don't want to talk about it. She's thinking in her head. There's about 20 miles left. And she thinks about everything that was riding on her right now. If she gives up, that man, who by at that time was the most terrifying thing that ever happened to her, in such a rage... She had no idea how far he was willing to go. She wanted to prove him wrong. That women can do this. And this is not just a sport for women. In real life, the one that actually checked Jock and knocked him down to the ground was Switch's boyfriend at the time. We're not casting him as he was just a supportive person for her. And Coach Briggs was more of a like guiding motivational factor for her so we're going to give his role in this to coach Briggs and she finished the race in 4 hours and 20 minutes not the fastest time ever but she did beat some of the men and she proved that women could do this that they're not dainty these fragile things as she crosses the finish line we hear some of the officials yelling including one that says if that was my daughter I'd spank her for breaking the rules like this which was actually said and many other just crazy things like they're not going to honor her finish they're not going to count it this isn't official no way this breaks all the rules and then we come to Catherine and she comes to the camera and says I just want to prove to all the women out there to prove to all the men that want to keep women away from their sports that we like to play too. We may not be as strong. We may not be able to compete with you, but we can still enjoy these sports. That's when we close the movie and the epilogue comes up saying she finished the marathon eight different times with the best time of two hours and 51 minutes. And five years later, 1972, was the first year they officially allowed women the chance to run in the Boston Marathon. And she continues her fight for women's rights in sports to this day. All right, executives, what do you think? Should this be Hollywood's next sports movie? It's a great female empowering story fighting against the status quo with some great actors and could really be something that could stand the touch of time. I think. What do you think? Let us know on all our socials, sports, film pitch, at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever you want to check us out. Go on those socials so you can see the side-by-side comparisons of the actor to the real-life person. Some of them are uncanny, for sure, for sure. So we hope you enjoyed this pitch. If you liked it, tell a friend, 
let them know follow us however you want to do we wanted you to join this community give us ideas and thank you for listening to the sports field pitch stay tuned for next episodes from hollywood's next sports movie